Hi there, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher, and hopefully you. You are the key person. You're, you are the one we wait for. We need your lived experience, your wisdom, your knowledge, your understanding. When we ask the questions and put forth the topic, you take it away the Take Two family way. That's the way we roll here, Jerry, and it's so exciting. We, we're opening up the phone lines, and here go the uh, lines already. That's exciting. We're asking the question, Jerry, when has God given, when has God given you, um, things in abundance? So when has he rained down abundance? You know, John 10, 10, um, I have come that they may have, have life and have it to the full. Some translations say abundance. What does that mean? When God just rains down this abundance of his, uh, love, his mercy, his glory. And when has that happened in your life? That's what we're asking today, Jerry, of the take two family. Maybe it's happening right now. Uh, maybe God is lavishing blessings upon you. Maybe you've had a season in your life like that when you just couldn't believe how good God was to you and really did give to you in great abundance. Think back a little bit on when that was and call and share that now because uh, as we say on this program, what you have to say, your lived experiences, your takes, wisdom, insights, perspectives are going to touch a lot of people's hearts and lives today. So because there are probably a lot of people wondering, gee, uh, that's never happened to me. Does, does God really do things like that? So you could uh, inspire people, give a lot of hope to others with what God has done in your life today. So be prompt about sharing that here at 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. And we have an abundance of love going around right now uh, within the Take Two family. Jerry, we just received a message from Father John, our Father John, and he said, um, I, I know you're getting ready to go on the air. Just wanted you and Jerry to know you make my day every oh, day. Love nice. you. Love you much. And I, I wrote back for both of us, Jerry. We love you more, Father John. Mm -hmm. He's coming up on his 75th birthday. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, February 5th. It's uh, I, a week from Sunday. I know. I know. It's so cool. We put it on Facebook, too. We had a lot of the Take-Two family that uh, wished Father John a happy birthday. So that was wonderful. Um, Jerry, uh, let me just uh, share this. I feel like God rained down a bunch of abundant blessings this morning for me. I'm just so excited. I feel like I won the lottery. Can I share it with you sure. for a moment? Yeah. Okay. I was able to um, somehow with all sorts of coupons and cards and, and uh, uh, pharmacy cards and all these kinds of stuff, I was able to get my monthly prescription down. You know, I have to take thyroid medication because I don't have a thyroid, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was able to get it down to $3 a wow. month. I'm so excited, Jerry. Well, what are you going to do with the other $472 that you didn't have to pay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm so excited. I don't know. I'm just so excited. I feel like I won the lottery. Yeah, I can't, I'm so happy. But I mean, you know, when things like that happen, you do, you do, you know, you do feel that, that sense of John 10, 10, where God says, I came for you to have life and have it to the full, to have it in abundance, to have it overflowing. And that means to experience everything, right? To experience everything to the max. That's how I look at it. How do you look at it? 
No, I look at it the same way. The thing is, we have to be able to identify and recognize when we are being blessed by God. Hopefully, uh, you, the Take-Two family, you have that spiritual sensitivity to know when good things are happening, that it's attributable to God. And we would love to hear from you today if you are in a season of blessing or if you have been, when is a time that God has you know, just rained down abundance upon you? Got a lot of people already set to give their experiences, but we have two phone lines still open. If you want to jump on one of those, it's 833-288-3986. You can email your take, and the email address is take2 at ewtn.com. You can post on the show website, take2show.com. And if you're watching the video stream, hello there, YouTube and Facebook listeners and viewers. You can get the chats going there, and we will get some of those over here to us because we have Michael McCall on social media. Matt Kubensky is the one you'll talk to on the phone, and Ace McKay pushing the buttons and keeping us coloring between the lines. So we are happy with the show team and looking forward to talking with you, the Take-Two family. God's abundance. That's what we're talking about today. Great word. You know, and another thing that, you know, you made me think about um, when I was talking about that I had thyroid cancer. Speaking of cancer, I'm I'm a two-time cancer survivor, thriver. And I will tell you, I I experienced God's um, uh, love and abundance through people with, with this just amazing support of prayers from people all around people. I knew friends, family, people I didn't know people on social media, um, always supporting, uh, in prayer and caring when you're going through something difficult, like cancer, that's an abundance there. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Abundance of support and love and prayers and, and friends and family. That is a very huge uh, blessing that God gives a lot of us in abundance. Um, you know, I feel, I feel like I'm in a season of, of abundance right now, too. Uh, not you know, with being back in priestly formation, as most of our listeners know. And by the way, I'm at the Basilica of St. Paul in Daytona Beach, Florida, on this, the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. We had an awesome mass celebration this morning. All the school kids were there. But I just uh, feel uh, things that, you know, Debbie, I've shared with you and Ace and, you know, a little bit on the air. But, you know, one, one, one blessing after another that God has, has been giving me in this, in this renewed journey toward priesthood. So I'm very, very grateful for that. appreciate everybody's prayers and know that you are all in mind. But, uh, yeah, I think if we just are open, keep our spiritual eyes open, we will see what God is doing in our lives. Even in the midst of difficulties sometimes, mm-hmm. we can look for and find blessings, I think, Debbie. I absolutely agree with that. It's how we really look for God's um, miraculous way through people, through things, through creation. It's it, it, abundance is all around us. And you know, it's funny because when you when you're in the life coaching ministry, we that word is a, is one of the buzzwords that, that is used quite often. Abundance. And some people, the New Agers, kind of hijacked that word and used it in a, in a kind of a twisted way. Um, it's it really isn't. It really is about God's magnificence and how how wonderful is that so let's talk about that when has god giving given you uh things or or um um wisdom or understanding or knowledge in abundance in abundance that's what we're talking about today call us please you're the take two family you don't have to be catholic to call in if you're listening we consider you part of the family 833-288-3986 i cannot believe how a couple dollars um, saved makes me so happy. <laughs> it adds up. That's what makes you happy, I'm sure. Um, Jeff in Pennsylvania, we're going to get to you in just a moment here. We have Iris in Jasper, Indiana, Michael in Virginia, a couple other lines being screened, one phone line open. 
When has God given you in abundance? Inspire us today at 833-288-3986. God given to you in abundance to have life and to have it to the full. John 10, 10. I love that scripture verse there. I love it. Um, folks, uh, before we go to the phones, there is one open phone line just for you. If you feel prompted by the spirit, please jump in and share about this idea of God's abundance. We'd love to hear from you. 833-288-3986. And Jerry Wings. Wings um, is EWTN's weekly e-newsletter. And you can find out about EWTN radio and TV shows, items from EWTN Religious Catalog, and so much more. Sign up for Wings at EWTN.com and click on subscribe. Okay, very good. Talking about abundance and blessings from God. We're going to start with Jeff, as promised, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, listening today on Sirius XM Channel 130. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Jeff. Welcome back. Hey, thank you for all that you're doing, your ministry, Jerry. Thank you very much for embarking on the Lord's work uh, among his people. You're in our prayers. I thank, thank you for that. You, you know, over that. over the years, you, your ministry, particularly you two wonderful people, have really helped me and my family. I remember calling uh, years ago when COVID hit, <clears throat> and and it was the most difficult time of my life, period, end of story, brutal. Um, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you, there's a spiritual abundance in these arid, desolate, scary places where you are forced to draw closer to your creator through the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm not saying I enjoyed it or I would like it to happen again. Mm -hmm. I am telling you that there is great blessing in adversity in and through it. Uh, that said though, uh, you know, I'm sitting in uh, St. Mary's parking lot here in historic Lancaster. It's the third oldest Catholic church in the original 13 colonies, and we're blessed with the daily U- Eucharist. Um, and 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 my wife and I have have you know begged God to guide us and direct us. Well, my my business, you know, you sometimes you you ask, but you don't really believe it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but 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 we asked, and uh, doors have just been opening up. We opened up an office in Philly. We just opened one up in Lancaster today. My son is blossoming into a fine young man who's taken over the business, and and we're we're just more excited and poised for for you know whatever God wants. You know, even if, if you're in business, it doesn't mean God isn't with you in and through your business. Mm-hmm. I think for me. He's, he's with me all the time in all my activities, and I think that's really where the seat of abundance is. I, I agree with you, Debbie. It's not this new wave abundance, bring me money. Um, that, that, I, I, some of the most happy, spiritually abundant people I've ever met were financially poor. Um, but I am thankful, um, and, I am, and I'm prayerfully thankful. Um, and whatever God brings, I know it, it's for my good, and and, and it, that's about the most abundant thing we could hope for. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, Jeff, thanks for calling back in and, and updating us on this because uh, we have been certainly praying. You, you, you said twice, you said what God wants, you said that twice. And, you know, to be resigned to that, to be detached, you know, to a certain extent, to really ask for and, 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 and receive whatever God has for you, whatever that happens to be. And, you know, to be in relationship with God means to be in that abundant life that Debbie quoted in John 10.10. 10. It means to be fully alive. And I would just uh, use your words, Jeff, to issue an invitation. We, we always have listeners who are at various places on the faith spectrum, uh, non-believers, atheists, agnostics, just kind of tuning in. Some people uh, maybe wandered away from the faith, some people not sure. I would just encourage every one of them, based on your call, Jeff, to draw close to God. Ask God to show himself to you, to bring you into a relationship with him, because then you will experience those abundant blessings, whatever they happen to be. Jeff mentioned going through darkness and desolation. That's going to happen. But when you come out the other end, you're very you're really grateful for the experience so mm-hmm. i i could go on and on debbie i'm so inspired by jeff's call but you you go ahead and add some i am thoughts. as well jeff thank you so much for calling back with this praise report thank you because we believe in the power of prayer and we're so glad we got to join with you in in those efforts for your family and your business so glad it's flourishing that is wonderful i just wanted to share it because jerry brought up um the 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 scripture verse 10 uh, john 10 10 the um Right before um, uh, Jesus saying, I've, I've come for you to have life and to have it to, to the full or to ab- in abundance, right before that it says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And you know, it's so interesting, Jeff, we were all faced with this strange threat outside of us. And also it entered into our homes through, through illness, through COVID, through the pandemic. And we, with this strange threat, right? And we were like, wow, where is God in all this? But when God showed his magnificence in so many ways, you know, it's, it's really our responsibility and, and job to honor that. And you, you did that today and I'm so happy for you. So many more blessings to you, Jeff, and your family and your business. Thank you very much. I uh, love you both. We'll, uh, we're, we're, you're in our prayers. Thank you very Thank much. You. Yeah, we, love we love you, you too, too Jeff. Jeff. Thank you. Yeah, great. Good. What great way to start. And we want to make sure we we say this. It's very important. We don't want to be governed by signs. We don't want to right. look for the next sign to make a move or do that because that's where the demons can can um, really trap you. Right, and that's not a, that's not uh, what God wants us to do, and that actually breaks can break commandments that God has, has said to us. You know, He does not want us to do those certain things. So we've got to be very clear on what God wants of us, and to obey that in a way that is healthy for all of us, but still experience all of God's magnificence all around us at all times. Okay, we're going to go to more of your phone calls. Uh, next is Sonia, who's listening in Northeast Ohio on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Sonia. Hi. Yeah, I've been listening for a long time, and uh, this is my first time I've ever called. Welcome. And uh, it, just, it just made, when you asked about being blessed abundantly, um, even though eventually I was blessed financially because of something else, that's not what I felt that I was blessed at. It was because I was. I had been in the hospital when my mother passed away, and uh, I felt I was grieving deeply because I didn't get to speak to her, being in the hospital and her not being well. So um, I had to drive from uh, 
Ohio to Minnesota because that's where she was. And um, the drive was like, I think it was 15 hours. Mm. But coming back, uh, I was so tired. It was 2 in the morning. I stayed at my daughter's house, uh, place where she was living because she was going to school at Case Western. And um, so I stayed at her place, and she had a room where she had a reclining chair, and she said, Mom, this is all I can offer you. And I laid down there and immediately fell asleep. And uh, I don't know how much time went by when I heard like a, a like a crack of thunder or something that woke me up, and it was pitch dark, and I couldn't see anything. So, but I felt like a presence, like somebody was there, and uh, so I, I, I became petrified. <laughs> like I was like maybe a thief is in the house and he's now moving around. And uh, I, I just couldn't even say anything. I, my, my mouth was like opening, but nothing came out of it. And I was so scared. But as my eyes got used to the darkness, I saw a figure there standing and it became very clear that it was my mother. And uh, so I looked at her and she looked beautiful. She looked uh, she was one of the most kindest, generous, wonderful mother in the world. <laughs> and um, she was kind to her fellow men. She helped people. And uh, when uh, she looked at me and she said, Sonia, how are you? And that made me think, how did she know that I had been sick? Because I didn't tell her. And then I thought, Oh, good. It was a nightmare. My mother's alive. That's how clear she looked to me. Mm-hmm. And so when I finally gathered myself that I could say something, I tried to speak, and, and she disappeared. And for me, I was abundantly given such a gift that I was able to see my mother because I had been grieving so deeply that I had not seen her when uh, she passed away. So I I was like so amazed at what had happened, but you know, mm. that's, yeah. that's my story about being well, blessed abundantly. Sure, yeah. Well, Sonia, yeah, God can allow things like this. Um, we obviously don't want to be trying to seek these out or trying to contact the dead or anything like that, but if it comes comes to us, you know, without our doing that, you know, it, it very well could be, um, you know, an experience that God allowed you to encounter. Maybe it was the Lord just giving you, uh, as I was hearing you talk, you know, it sounded like you, you derived a lot of peace from that, a lot of consolation, because like you said, you weren't able to speak with your mother, you know, um, before she passed away, which we're very sorry about your loss. You know, if you, 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 you said this is, the, I think you said this is the first time calling, but you've listened to the show before, so you know that we have a prayer book. We'd be happy to put your mother's by, by first name in the prayer book if you want to give us her first name. If not, mm-hmm. so God certainly knows who she is. But Debbie, I know you've got the prayer book out. So. I do. Uh, uh, she passed away 10 years ago, and I still mm-hmm. feel like it just happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, uh, and she was she was so generous that, I mean, she mm-hmm. left me some land, and I, I sold it, and so I was abundantly financially also blessed, oh, but 
uh, it wasn't for me. That wasn't the part that I was sure. so sure, amazed yeah. and so thankful for. Sure. It was the fact that I got to see her because I hadn't seen her for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then for that to happen and, you know, right. it just, it was the biggest blessing I could have had. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, God knows that we use our senses, right? And and so for you to see her that brought that brought you beautiful comfort. And so we think we thank God very much that you were given that very special gift. Sonia, do do you feel comfortable giving us her first name? Yeah. Yeah, her name was Paula, but she didn't like it, so uh we she wanted to be called Polly. Um uh, and and I'm Hispanic and mm-hmm. in Spanish Polly is Paulita, so P A U L I T A. Today being the feast of the conversion of Saint Paul. Saint Paul, yeah. Yeah, it's a derivative of of the name Paul. So I love it. Sonia, your mom is in the prayer book. Thank you so much, Deb. Another beautiful call. Absolutely. We love the Take Two family. You guys are doing great. Keep calling, talking about God's abundance today. 833-288-3986. God is still in the blessing business. He always has been, always will be. Maybe there has been a time in your life now, maybe sometime, maybe some years ago, maybe a long time ago, when you went through a season of abundance that God was showering upon you. Share that. All of the phone calls so far have been so inspiring and hopefully uplifting to those of you who are listening, especially if you have not really had this kind of an experience in your life. Maybe it'll give you a little bit of hope, and you can turn to the Lord and please say, please, Lord, I would I would love to have a, a season of abundance from you. 833-288-3986 is the phone number to call to get you on the air. Uh, with uh, Betty up next, Betty is in Minnesota listening on Real Presence Radio. Hi, Betty. Thanks for waiting. Hi, Jerry and Debbie, and thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I guess I guess I have been so abundantly blessed. But when I heard your topic today, the first thing that came to my mind was this past September. Um, uh, I had a was my ten year anniversary of uh, from being diagnosed with leukemia, mm. which um, I was given a one percent chance to survive it, and so after I had been released from the hospital and was home again, I always wanted to have a little get-together or whatever to show my appreciation for whatever everybody did for me. But it took me almost five years to recover from um, from that to begin with. So after that, I kind of let it go. And So anyway, last September was my 10-year anniversary of being diagnosed. I thought, I am having a party. So I prepared all summer for this party and and I even had a band, and um, it was it was just amazing. But it was the week before, it was the week of the party. Um, uh, I had looked at the weather forecast, and well, it was supposed to be a twenty percent chance of rain. <clears throat> and each day, my son had called me, um, "Mom, there's a chance of rain on Saturday." Yeah, I know it's twenty twenty percent fine. Each day went by, and the percentage got higher and higher. So anyway, by Thursday, my son calls me again and says. Um, Mom, it's supposed to be a hundred percent chance of rain. I think you better get a tent. <laughs> and I says, uh, "Yep, I've already researched that. A tent is coming." <laughs> and um, 
So Saturday was supposed to be a total washout. But I thought, well, whatever will be, will be. It's going to be fine. And the party was supposed to start at 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock came. And you will not believe, but the sun came out. It was brilliant. It was just shining. I thought, what in the world? You know, it was just a sign from God. I know it was. But I had over 20 people that came that night. It was beautiful. I also had luminaries that I asked people to to put out for, you know, whoever um, had cancer, survived, or um, had passed away, whatever. And my daughter had just lined these all up around my yard. It was like a walking path. And so I had walked the path. It was so beautiful. Anyway, the sun was setting, and this is just amazing. And I was walking east. And somebody took a picture of it, in fact, and so I saw this picture also. And the buildings across the street from me, the sun was reflecting, so it looked like it was setting in the east. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, God has been so present here at this at this party. <laughs> it, and it, it did, we did have a, a, a rain shower at like around 9 o'clock or whatever, but it came and went, and all the kids had so much fun running in the rain. It was I tell you, it was just a blessing, and it just—I I can't believe how so many people have blessed me in my life, and and like I said, God's abundance has just rained down on me. Right, wow. right. Oh, we can hear it in your story, Betty. Amazing, and you know when God moves um, the sky in order to coordinate for something so beautiful as this celebration for other people that have gone, gone through cancer and other struggles. And, you know, and I'm sure everybody at your reception, they, they really had a a profound appreciation for God. I believe that God was there, you know, he was there and he was there and you could see it and you could feel it and you experienced it. And he wanted to, to be at the reception as well. And he, so he showed himself in a grand way. And I love that. That's what I love about God. I've always said this. He's a very big God. We tend to put him in a box generally. And it's so unfortunate because he's huge. I mean, just look at Mother Angelica and the whole story of EWTN. That's a perfect example of God's magnificence. But Betty, I would have loved to have been at your reception. It sounds glorious. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. And Betty, I put you in the book for continued health and, and well-being. Um, so any, and we've got your whole family in there as well. And, and I even put everybody who came to the reception. How's that? Yeah, that's great. You know, I work at um, the cancer center here at the local hospital. And in fact, I just um, took on that position. I transferred from the emergency room to the cancer center after I came back from um, my illness. Mm -hmm. And that, too, has been a place God put me for a reason. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It has been so rewarding. Yes, absolutely. When you walk with people soul to soul and experience them in a really deep way, especially when they're going through something as it can be as difficult and as as scary as cancer, you get you you bond, you you form these great uh, uh relationships and it's you you see God. You can see God in in people and things and situations. You're in then being Christ to one another. I could go on and on. I love. Sometimes I I know it may may be strange, Betty, but sometimes I, there's a cancer uh, uh, clinic right around the corner from my house. Sometimes I, I, I hang out with the um, 
the nurses and the staff there because it's just I just love that feeling of of a genuine closeness of people who have really gone through a lot and it's it's they that's why we I say you're we're all cancer thrivers because we're going strong right Betty yeah you know I said there's this past that past year there were so many people that have passed away that I got so close to you know and it really mm-hmm. broke my heart. Yeah, and so I was really in a funk about it and stuff, and and that kind of instigated me having this party because we need to celebrate life and we need to celebrate the survivors and and um, anyway, I got to thinking about that and I said, you know, there was a number of people that passed away, but there's also so many of them that have recovered mm-hmm. that aren't coming back that I don't see them anymore, you know. So that kind of gave me you know, some peace that, you know, mm. there there are those two that I kind of forgot about, but it's the ones that passed away that really touched my heart. And yeah, I feel absolutely. bad. Absolutely. Well, you're a beautiful yeah. soul. Yeah. We thank you so much for calling in. You you grace this conversation today in, in a wonderful way, Jerry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kelly has uh, something to share with us in Sioux City, Iowa, listening on Siouxland Catholic Radio. Hello, Kelly. Hi. Hi, Gary and Debbie. Hi, Thank Kelly. you for Hi, taking Kelly. my call. Sure. Hi. I love you guys. You guys are just awesome. Oh, we love you, you too. too. Thank you. I have a story about um, abundant of love, how God um, showed his abundance of love to me and my family. And um, I have a grandson that was 29 at the time, and his sister was 17. And his sister got um, went to school with a couple guys, and she met up with them early one morning and she thought she was going to just go smoke a little weed with them. And they took her hostage and went to a couple different houses here in Sioux city and went in and got guns and drugs and stuff. And she was in a bad situation. Well, they took over her vehicle and, um, she was on her cell phone and the people that were, um, doing this found out from what she was saying on her cell phone that she was, uh, who her brother was, and one of the guys didn't like her brother. And so when they found that out, they were upset about that. But she did get a call through to her brother, a text message, and he went out looking for her, and he found the vehicle, and he got up on the back bumper of it uh, for them to stop and pull over. And they went into a Dollar Tree parking lot and uh, opened up the car door, and before they could get the car door all the way open. Um, my grandson's girlfriend was with him and she said, get down, get down. He's got a gun. And he was pulling a gun out of the middle of his uh, jeans and it had a big nose on it. It was a big gun. And um, my granddaughter got out of the vehicle because they took the vehicle from her and put her in the back seat. And she got out and she got down on the ground. Larkin got down on the ground and he started firing at Benny and, my grandson and my grandson uh, fired back at him. And um, if it wasn't for him doing that, the guy really wouldn't have been caught. He went to the hospital and that's how he was, he was caught. And my granddaughter is safe. And my grandson was facing 42 years in prison for attempted murder charges they put on him. Mm -hmm. And he had other gun charges, you know, um, severe, uh, like five different charges and, me and my husband put 45000 uh, against our house up to get him out because we knew he was a good kid. He worked for UPS. He was, 
you know, went to high school, graduated from high school. We know him real well. He worked for our company. He's a good kid, but he took matters into his own hand. But we were scared, and I just can't even tell you what that did to me emotionally, mentally, and physically. Mm. Um, it was, uh, I was losing my grandson, I felt like, at 21 years old to 42 years in prison. So I'm an active church member in the Catholic Church, and I went up to Trinity Heights, the Queen of Peace, on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays before this happened. And I went to that community up there, and I told them about it, and we all prayed for for him over and just for days and days and days. This went on for months. Um, I called the Carmelite nuns. I called all my family. There was a lot of prayers said for, for this young man and his sister, and um, he got a lawyer, and it went on for like eight, nine months, ten months, or maybe a year. And I just had this just just terrible feeling I couldn't get past. My grandson is only 21, and he's my second-born grandson, but he also is one of the kids that calls me and just checks in on me and just always has had a close relationship, and his sister as well. And she's safe, and everything's good with her. And he went to court and stuff, and they dropped everything. Mm, wow. <laughs> they dropped all his charges and everything. And I said, that's the grace of God. Mm-hmm. That's abundance of love that God knew that this kid was not bad, like this other kid was out driving around with guns and picking up drugs and holding people against their will. And, and they uh, dropped everything. And I I just can't thank all the people enough for the prayers. And my grandson now is just turned 23. He's got a little baby girl about seven months old, and he is just an incredible father. Wow. And um, partner with his, um, and he's living his life, and he's working, and he's doing really well. And, you know, he didn't have any prior charges or anything. But it, there's times when I watch the news, and then in the I have seasonal depression. And there's times when I watch the news, and I get caught up in fear, or I get caught up in doubt, or different things come over me. I always go back to that, and I think Jesus is alive, and He's well, and He's He's awake, and He He is watching out for us, even when we think He's not. And this is a perfect example because of today's world. You know, you just never know what's going to happen. Even if you're innocent, you don't know. And I, I just, I just, I don't know. I just can't, whenever I feel something come over me, I go to that story and I think, no, God is alive, Kelly. He's here. He's watching over you right now to give that fear to him. Put it at the foot of the cross. Put everything at the foot of the cross and he will bless you abundantly with his yeah. love and mercy. And, and he does. He sure has, yeah. Yeah, Kelly, just, you know, this is an amazing story. You know, it's not not your, you know, run-of-the-mill story that we get on this program, but it sounds like it was very, very dramatic. And just the way you described it, your grandson sounds like a, a really fine young man. Um, obviously, it sounds like it was more of a, a self-defense in terms of the, the gun issue situation. But to have to experience something like that, those are the kinds of things that, 
you know, it's, it's probably going to stay with him his whole life. But like you said, he is now uh, settled into a, raising a family and doing so very, very well. You got to be so incredibly proud of him for that. And we will, uh, we will just definitely add him and you, uh, especially you, Kelly, with your you know seasonal depression and so mm-hmm. forth. We will definitely add all of you to our prayer book going forward here today. The entire Take Two family will just pray that mm-hmm. you know, as this as, as there's more time separation between what happened and, and into the future, that you know, there's just any um, you know peace or consolation or healing can, that comes from God that is necessary from this whole experience. Mm-hmm. So be assured of our, our ongoing prayers. Deb? Absolutely, and you got to hand it to the uh, Carmelite Monastery. Mm-hmm. Um, what a powerhouse of, of prayers coming out of there and amazing uh, strength and the power of prayer. You know, people think, well, you know, can it really move mountains? Can faith move mountains? Can prayer um, make things better? Can it? Uh, can everything work out? We don't know where the prayers go. Sure we do. Sure we do. And Kelly, your, your story is amazing. And, and I love how you circle back and remember your journey that as difficult as it was, but then the outcome turned out where God mm-hmm stepped in. And I, I think you, we all have to remind ourselves of God's uh, magnificence when he breaks the veil and he, and he, and he shows himself in a real strong way. And we know that it's God, right, Kelly? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And his sister's name is Brianna and she's having a tough time in her life right now. Mm-hmm. She's um, having a tough time. She's not doing very well. Um, Oh, she's on, she's smoking weed and stuff and, um, tried talking to her and you can't really talk to her. But one other thing I want to mention is that my grandson, um, their mother is my daughter and she's my third youngest child. And she told the kids that, cause I'm really into church and praying and stuff. And I mentioned it whenever you see me, you're going to hear something about God. And I have a room in my house that's a prayer room that we, when we built our house, we made a prayer room. And um, my daughter told my grandkids that when they were a lot younger, that that whole story was made up and that it's not real. And um, she got mad at the Catholic Church because some lady wouldn't move over and let her in the pew and just different little things like that. And so uh, I know that they don't believe her because... Uh, I could just tell you some stories about him. But anyway, one thing that recently happened is that my grandson that this happened to, he texted me and he called me and he asked me, Grandma, what do I got to do to get baptized? Mm. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, you're you're living your faith devoutly, Kelly, and reverently and, and with a passion, especially building out, you know, build a house and include a prayer room. That shows that you're serious in your relationship with God, and sounds like that is having an impact on your uh, your all of your family, your relatives. We're going to pray especially hard, like you said, for your granddaughter that she will get any kind of inner healing that she needs and be able to really embrace the life that God has for her, and for your grandson uh, as well that he will continue to pursue this prompting toward getting baptized. So. Bless you, Kelly. Thank you so much. Great yes. call. Yeah. And we're going to get to more of them in a moment. I want to tell you, though, first, quickly, mm-hmm. if you have any kind of burning questions on your mind, join Father Brian Milady. It's this afternoon on EWTN Radio, Open Line Thursday. It's your chance to get answers to your Catholic faith and the truth of God's Word. EWTN, Open Line Thursday with Father Brian Milady today at 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on EWTN Radio. Very good. We're going to go over to Wendy in Maryland. And Jerry, please wave to Wendy on YouTube. Wendy, welcome hi, to Wendy. Take Two. Oh, hi. Are you hearing me? 
Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, my story is, I, first of all, I've, this is my first time also calling, and okay. I, I am a listener on YouTube. I, um, uh, well, this happened ab- about 10 years ago, but I just thought that I would feel. Uh, I got laid off from my job after working 14 years at the University of Maryland. And I, I was laid off twice. And, and the second time, I had a friend that joined the Missionaries of Charity. And when we were helping her pack her stuff up, she gave me a box of cards uh, that was like relic cards of, of St. Bernadette. And she asked me to distribute them. So I mailed out a few to friends of mine in the area, and I, I received back a, 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 an invitation to to go to a pilgrimage to Lourdes um, from one of the cards that I mailed out to a friend of mine. And after that, uh, we we kept going for seven years. After that, on this on this pilgrimage for the sick and handicapped here in in the Washington area. And uh, so at that time when I got laid off also, um, my last daughter was about to, to go to high school. And my, my, my son before that was, was in his last year of, of Gonzaga College High School here in Washington. So I, I am the one that used to pay for my children's school fees uh, for the four of them from elementary to, to high school for for my four kids, and uh, so I was able to, to to let my son graduate and uh, one more year, and then uh, I received unemployment. I was able to apply for my last daughter to go to a new high school that had just started a few years before here in the Washington area, um, Don Bosco, Crystal High School, and she was able to go, and I was able to to afford to pay the amount that they said I should pay for with my unemployment, and uh, and and also uh, I was really depressed after I got laid off. The way in which it was done, because uh, originally I'm from Trinidad, and you know I I I feel as though like like part of it had something to do with discrimination or something, but uh, but. Uh, but also, maybe I used to go to daily mass on campus, and so I just think that they they didn't like they didn't the second job that laid me off. I just think that they they discriminated against me because I would take my lunch and go to mass on campus. So, however, I I I have not been employed since you know after that uh, for ten years. But now I just applied in December for my social security. And uh, I thank God that I just got my letter um, a couple of days ago, and and I, I'm amazed, you know, that I said even though I really did not work for that long, I, I you know, I was I was raising my kids, and I worked in between little part time jobs that I most of, most when they were little I stayed at home, and 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 you know, people would always tell me that maybe I should work, I should work, and um, but. But it all works out now. I, I got my letter, and it, it probably I would have received a little more if I had worked in the last for the last ten years of my employment. 
but uh, but I'm I'm grateful, you know, that now I mm-hmm. I can start getting my social security in in February, and you know, my husband has his health challenges with cancer and everything, and 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 now we we could put together our our retirement money and and try to decide, you know, what we do now that our our children are grown. They they all went to college right now, and you know, and 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 that's that's my story of abundance because I never even before I I uh, we would go on the pilgrimage every year. My friend would send me a little check, uh, a couple of hundred dollars, and she would say, "Wendy, this is for your spending uh, money if you want to buy anything while we are in Lord." And uh, and so everything she paid for my whole pilgrimage to go. We, you know, everything was included and. And we always went for seven times for ten days, just just the Lord. He just loved being in Lords, and and we would go with his group every year. Well, you know, Wendy, you 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 was the, you used the phrase that all worked out, and I think it it absolutely did. And, and sometimes it takes us, you know, we have to get to a certain place, and then look back. And you said, you know, if you had worked more, you might have gotten more in Social Security. Your husband has, I think, you said some medical issues and so forth, but. God has absolutely, you've been through some ups and downs, you know, being laid off a couple times and the highs and lows of life. But, you know, God has obviously blessed you in abundance through those times because you're acknowledging that right here on the air today. And we are so very, very happy for that. We're going to add you, uh, your husband, your family, your kids in, in our prayer book, Wendy. And we're just so grateful that you called and shared what you did today. It did all work out. We're going to continue to pray that God not only continues to bless you in the ways that he is, but also that he will enhance those abundant blessings going forward so thank you wendy for the call yeah thank you wendy and being a first time caller thank you very much we gave you the virtual bell okay do we have time real quickly we got about about oh about 45 seconds we're going to go to joy and joy is in missouri um catholic radio network hi joy hello thank you for taking my call i really enjoy your program thank you and um uh, quickly um my husband and I were married for 45 and a half years, and I mean, 54 and a half years. We had eight children and lots of grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and he passed away three uh, and a half years ago. Mm. And we were just, you know, on Social Security and, and all of that. And so um, we had taken out a pre-burial, um, but the company had went a bankruptcy, and whenever I talked to the funeral director, he said, well, I'm going to look into this. And so he was able to get us $5,000, and I was able to have a beautiful burial for my husband. Aww. But the thing of it is, it's like everything started breaking down. After he passed away, mm-hmm. immediately the van went daily up, and the washer and dryer went out, Aww. and everything just started going out. And, you know, my hair dryer, the mm-hmm. can opener, everything. And... It's just that, um, you know, uh, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Holy Mother, your guardian angel, they are helping you through this widowhood. Absolutely. Joy, we're going to have to leave it there. You hear the music because we're going to close the show. We're so glad we squeezed you in and we've got your husband and your whole family in the book. And the rest of of you guys, we're not going to get to you today, Susan and Alicia and the others, but you can always call back on an unscripted. Oh, Jerry, what a great show. It is, yeah. We uh, certainly want to ask you to be with us tomorrow. What words do you pronounce differently than others, like tomato, tomato? That's our show tomorrow. 
St. Paul the Apostle, the conversion of St. Paul. Pray for us today. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. God bless.